0: The reason why it's hard for some people to be consistent with their savings is because they don't even know what they are saving for. Hello, hello, everyone, and happy, happy new year. It's a new year, new week, and of course, new episode. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast to listen and learn. It's the time of the year again where we set goals and intentions for the year. I've done my goal setting a couple of days before 2022 ended, and I want to quickly share this tool that I used when I did my reflection and planning. For 2023, I used this free downloadable PDF by Google that has a series of questions to help you kind of reflect and plan ahead for the year. I put the link in the show notes so you can download it as well in case you haven't done your goal setting yet. Aside from goal setting, one of my New Year's little tradition is to declutter my space. I do that by going through all my personal belongings, put them in categories, then I will hold them one by one and ask myself, does this item sparks joy? If the answer is no, I will either sell it or give it away. It might sound familiar to you because I've learned this Japanese method of decluttering from the book called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up by Marie Kondo. I'm pretty sure you've heard about her already. She also has a Netflix show called Tidying Up where she helps people to clean and organize their house. And if you've read the book, you are familiar with KonMari Method that she's been preaching about. Anyway, we're not going to talk about tidying your house here. The reason why I love that book is because it is not just about cleaning, simplifying, and organizing your belongings. It is also about being intentional with what you choose to own and what you choose to surround yourself with because what you choose to own impacts the way you live your life. It impacts the way you think. And I find that the philosophy behind the book is not only helpful when cleaning your drawers and closets, but Marie Kondo's lessons are also applicable in other areas of our life, such as managing our finances. So in today's episode, I'm going to walk you through the five Marie Kondo-inspired steps to declutter and tidy up your finances. But before we begin, if you have two seconds, please take the time to leave me a review and rate the show. All you have to do is open your Apple Podcast app, search for In Pursuit Podcast, scroll all the way down, you can find rate and review the show section. If you feel like the show has really brought value to you, Leave a five-star rating and on the review section, let me know anything you want to hear more of, any requests, topics, any personal finance questions, or dream guests that you want me to invite on the show, or you can tell me feedback on past episodes that you really like. My goal is to always improve as a host and to continue to bring valuable contents and hearing from you is the best way for me to do that. Alright, with that, let's get into today's episode. The thing about decluttering your finances is you will feel a lot of resistance in the beginning, but it's okay, it's totally normal because it's the same feeling when you have clatter in your house or in your storage room that you know you're supposed to get rid of like months or even years ago, but for some reason, they are still there lying around occupying space even though they don't serve any purpose in your life at all. Trust me, if you stick with me and go through the process, you will thank yourself later that you did. And the reason why I'm sharing you this is because I'm a huge fan of simplifying my life by getting rid of stuff that no longer serve me both physically and mentally. Sometimes it can be intimidating, especially when you don't know how and where to start. So having a system in place or a step-by-step process makes me feel a little more motivated to start and take action. And that's my goal for this episode, to inspire you to take action. So here are the steps to declutter your finances so you can create space for greater things in your life. First and probably the most essential part of the process is to begin with the end in mind. What is your goal for doing this? How do you want to feel after this process? Do you want to feel more confident with your finances? Do you want to have a clearer mind and more financial freedom? Do you want to have better experiences? Do you want to feel less anxious about money? What is your end goal? Take a moment to sit quietly without any distractions and try to visualize what your ideal life would be like if your finances was in order what your ideal life would be like if your credit card debt has been paid in full. The true goal here should be to establish the lifestyle that you want most once your finances has been put in order. The second step is pile everything by category. This step from Marie Kondo's method of declaring involves gathering everything by category. Gathering everything by category. To see everything you have accumulated over the years, starting with clothing, to books, to paper, and other stuff. You can declutter your finances as well by putting everything into categories. Now, I want you to get a piece of paper and pen, or you can use Excel sheet if you want to, and write each category. Starting with your income, followed by expenses, savings and investments, Loans and debts, if you have. You can also use subcategories. For example, under expenses, you can have fixed expenses as your subcategory for regular spending that are fixed in amount, such as rent, insurance premiums, subscriptions, followed by variable expenses for those expenses that are not fixed in amount, like food, utility bills, shopping, entertainment. Under savings and investment, you can use subcategories such as emergency fund, vacation fund if you're saving for vacation, retirement savings if you already have. Once you have gathered everything, you can either feel good with what you have accumulated over the years or you will feel terrified with how you spend your money. But it's okay because what's important is the next step, which is to eliminate expenses that don't spark joy. This is the fun part. Once you've organized everything by category from your income to expenses, savings and investments, loans and debts, review your spending habits, go through all your expenses, and eliminate what doesn't bring you joy. For example, shopping for new clothes every month is not actually bad, especially if it makes you happy right? Well, it, it's called retail therapy for a reason. But if we're going to compare it with your long-term goals, such as going to your dream destination, it might be cool to have new clothes every month, right? But in comparison to your dream European holiday that you want to experience this year, is it really fun to spend it in clothes? Besides, let's be honest, how many of that clothes did you really enjoy using And how many of them ended up collecting dust in your closet? The core message of Marie's method of decluttering is not to eliminate everything, but to identify and keep what really brings you joy. Is it experiences that will bring you joy? Is it going to concerts of your favorite artists that will bring you joy? Is it going on holidays with your family that will bring you joy? Because by identifying what brings you joy and what's not, it is so easy to eliminate it from your expenses. And by doing that, you can focus on spending it on what truly matters to you. This is way more effective and sustainable rather than just blindly trying to cut down expenses. And that method doesn't work, by the way. The fourth step to decluttering your finances is to give every dollar you earn a home, give it a purpose. Kondo repeats the idea that everything has a home. Everything should have a home. She does this by designating a specific spot for everything whenever she's organizing right after eliminating what doesn't spark joy. You can do it with your finances as well by planning where your money will go with every paycheck that you receive. The reason why it's hard for some people to be consistent with their savings is because they don't even know what they are saving for. If you don't know what you are saving for, you will always be tempted to spend whenever you can, especially when there's a sale going on. But by giving every dollar a home and a purpose, you know exactly why you cannot buy that pair of shoes, although you can afford it. You know when to say no to a dinner invitation because you want to save for your summer getaway, for example. But no matter where you are with your finances, you always need to save for three things. Number one, you need to save for emergency to cover at least 6 months to 12 months of your expenses. Number two, you need to save for short-term goals. It could be for a house renovation or school tuition fee. Number three, you need to save so you can invest for your retirement. Once you designate a home to every dollar that you earn, you can set up automatic transfer for your savings, set up automatic transfer for your investment so you don't have to think about it, and you will have lesser resistance. The fifth and final step is the maintenance. The last thing you want to happen is to fall back into your old habits of spending, so it is important to review your finances on a monthly basis. Make it a part of your monthly routine to log into your bank account, check your balances, and look over your purchases. I have an episode about practicing monthly financial self-care, so you can check it out. This monthly routine will help you keep track of where your money is going, what is it doing, and it will give you a chance to tackle potential problems. I would highly recommend that you put this in your calendar, set it at the end of every month to do your monthly maintenance, If you want to do it in the morning or evening, set the time as well. Because if you don't put it in your schedule, chances are it's not going to happen. It should only take about 30 minutes of your time, but you will benefit a lot from doing this. And always remember, it's a journey and it will never be done. Your finances will evolve as you evolve as a person, so it's important to do a regular review. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope today's episode inspired you on your journey to becoming financially free. If you love the episode, leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to follow me behind the scenes, you can follow me on Instagram at Chadeline And don't forget to subscribe if you haven't yet so you don't miss a thing. I drop new episode every other week, so see you on the next episode. That's it for today, guys. Thanks again for listening to In Pursuit Podcast. And you can also follow me on socials at Janeline Sagdalan on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. If you love this episode, share it with your loved ones or take a screenshot and tag me up on socials. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And the best part is we can be friends. Again, this is Janeline. Now go out there and pursue your dream life. I am rooting for you. I'll see you on the next episode.